Warning the following program contains world premier certified ball players and credible interviews. Latest hottest content material may not be suitable for people with the following medical condition original phobia. Acute player hater disorder. No jumper. No handles. Allergic to playing defense. If you suffer from any of these conditions, contact your coaching staff. Welcome to License to Ball podcast where certified ballers play, and now here's your host, Hip Hop. Uh, welcome back, welcome back, man. Been real busy, and then I just started getting back into this thing. So when you start getting back into this thing, you get real busy. You don't have, your habits are formed, so it's easy for me not to do it, to do it. Even I had a little bit of time, I had to make myself do it today, get back in it, get the rust off. I just started getting momentum and ran into a real big project. But I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm back. I am back. For the long run, I'm gonna hit the spring up real, real hard. Yeah, we're gonna hit the spring up real hard, man. We got on deck today, Duke. A whole bunch of stuff about Duke. Man, almost the whole show gonna be about Duke. Gonna make some Duke fans mad and some people who kinda like Duke or gave Duke the respect. I'm gonna make you think. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Hubert Davis. They play tonight for the national championship. See if he can pull it off against Kansas. That's going to be a real good game because both teams are guard-driven. Both teams got three solid guards. That's why they ended in there. That's why Duke wasn't in there. Duke didn't have strong guard play at all. Had good size. And I misevaluate they, they size inside, the three big men, three guys inside play. They got exposed. They stock dropped a little bit, I believe. They, they got exposed, man. They got exposed big time, man. Really. They really got exposed. We're going to talk about Arkansas basketball, University of Arkansas Razorbacks. What they're doing? Mickey, Mickey D's All-American. YA is show, showing out. Derry Levy showing out. We're gonna go right. We're gonna jump right back in. We're gonna jump right into this man, this Duke. Okay, first thing first. Duke is not a blue blood. You're hearing here first. Nobody wants to tell the truth about Duke in the mainstream media because they make a lot of money and control the narrative. Duke is not a blue blood. At least not yet. They can be a blue blood. They are not a blue blood. Okay. And people say, why you say that? And people get get the, the narrative changed. So I'm going to go, before I even go, I know they, I'm pretty sure they got them listed as a blue blood. So I'm going to line and look while we talking and see 
search for what they call they call the blue bloods because we know Kansas is a blue blood certified blue blood they certified Duke's not a certified blue blood Kentucky is a blue blood North Carolina is a blue blood Okay, this is they got blue blood teams. And I typed in blue bloods. They had Michigan, USC, Nebraska, Texas, Oklahoma, Penn State, Notre Dame. Notre Dame is a blue blood in football. Clemson and what? Clemson, not a blue blood. Tennessee, Florida State, Auburn, LSU. This is when I typed in blue bloods. Oh, this name is thrown on. That's the problem right here. The name is thrown around so loosely. And here, I've been watching, and here's my understanding of what a blue blood is. We got what? In the comment section, you can message this and tell me if I'm wrong or hit me up. You know, I don't even care. But let's go back here and message it. It went to something else, but. Blue Bloods, Kansas, first of all. Kansas, one original Blue Bloods. And reason why. I understand their prestige, their legacy, what they have done over a period of time. So, Kansas is known for winning. They're known for having a basketball program. Now, on this thing, it says six Blue Bloods. That's what it told me is six blue bloods. And one of my disagree with her already off the bat. Okay. It's like his lineage, history, how much they won, and they teams. So you go with lineage and history. Duke don't fit that category. Duke is really known for since their existence as a trash basketball team because you remove see you can't you can't do that you can't do that you remove coach k from their lineage and he a trash team you can't do that you can't do that you can't do it yes i can because you go to kansas and you remove one coach <laughs> you remove one coach and kansas is still kansas okay Here's another not a blue blood. UCLA. You remove John Wooden and UCLA is not UCLA. It's not a blue blood. So it's less blue bloods than we realize. Then we'll go to one is a blue blood. Because you remove one coach and they still is damn good. That's Kentucky. Kentucky's a blue blood. First one on the list. This is the first one on the list and Kentucky is a blue blood. You remove any of their coaches, they still had a lineage of a blue blood. Now we go to UCLA. Remove John Wooden. What do UCLA have? Please tell me. I'm waiting. Not a blue blood. North Carolina. Jordan School. Air Jordan. 
They are a certified blue blood once again. So we have two. You remove any of their coaches, one of any of them, Dean Smith, whatever, all of them. You remove one of them, they still a blue blood. Same thing with Kansas. You remove one of their coaches, they still a blue blood. You look at Duke. Duke is Coach K. That's what it is. It's Coach K. Coach K. That's all they have for the past 40 years. Damn good record. Magnificent. Final four, sweet 16s, all that crap. Wins and all that. But he's, it's Coach K. So the question is, when a coach retires, I mean, what it is, is when a coach retires, if the program is a blue blood, they might have a couple of years falling off like North Carolina had a little bit when Dean Smith retired and they had to get back on, back on with Roy Williams and all that. Find a, they feeding, they footing, I mean, they footing. And they got back on. They've been winning all the time. Duke has not had a second point or a second child or a second family member, however you want to put this, where took over the mantle and kept it going. Once they keep it going for a long period of time to keep the legacy going with another coach, John Shire is not it. John Shire is not it. He's not the man. His thing, I hate to say this, because he said, you've been unfair, blah, blah, blah. He's coming after Coach K. That is true. But he ain't it. He has not shown anything to be it. Not even in recruiting. He got this guy. He got that guy. And blah, blah, blah. Coach K. Anonymous him and recommend him because he runs the program. Him isn't the person to precede him because he loves him. It's a son he never had. He never had a son. That's the son that he never had. It's like he somebody gave birth surgery to John Sire. John Sire is not not it. No, he's not it. I guess he might be because that program is not a blue blood. You know, then you have Indiana. I'm trying to figure out other than Bobby Knight. And it's a shorter period of time than freaking Duke. They are not a blue blood. They are not a blue blood. So we really have Kentucky as one. That's one blue blood. UNC. So we got three blue bloods in the country. All this crap. Now we're gonna go. Now we're gonna go into this Duke, this Duke talk. I am a certified Duke hater, but I have facts to back it up. Okay? I kind of like doing I was real, really little in middle school, so I didn't know any better. I know better now. First of all, if you're going to put an asterisk over Barry Bonds' home run record, you need to put an asterisk over Coach K's. Even Duke fans know this. And the people who respect Duke know this. And the people who hate Duke know this. Everybody knows this. They get calls. They get calls. Yes, they do. They get calls. And when they don't get calls, the head coach act like a kid. He jumps up and down, yelling and cursing when he don't get his calls. He been around the SEC, so ACC's for so long. 
If you don't give him his calls, he'll report you and get you in trouble. A lot of fans don't know that. In order to make the right calls against Duke, you got to be around for a while and you got to have a certain stature as a referee to justify that you made the right call, the fair call, the honest call. Most referees in the ACC is not at that level. So Coach K could intimidate them into making calls. I know this for a fact. I used to referee. I went to referee camps. First-hand information. One of my mentors, I won't say his name because he's in the NBA and I don't want to put his name out there. When I was refereeing, it don't matter if it's the right call or not, what he told me. Do you have the backbone and the tenure in refereeing that you won't get roasted for that by your superior who scheduled a game for you to be in? You make the right call and Coach K don't like you made the right call and you cost him the game and he knows you don't have the tenure in, he could get you in trouble. So you won't be in a big time televised game like that. You might be on the ACC network calling the game. Not on ESPN or ABC or CBS or something like that. You know? Give your story. Billy Donovan. He told us to everybody. And he didn't say not to say publicly. So he told us to 100 people. Yeah. Tony Green, referee in the ACC and the SEC. You're making calls. You're making the right calls. And Billy Donovan got on his knees and put his hand on Mo's mouth and said, told Mr. Green that I hope you're happy how you call in this game because I'm going to turn this tape in to his superior. I didn't know his superior. I can't remember his superior name at the time. He said, you're going to turn the tape in on a complaint about how you refereeing the game so he can look at it and evaluate his calls. So, Green did the right thing to show that he a veteran referee got backbone and he going to be here for a while and he going to take the heat. He teched the man. Nobody seen what happened. Nobody heard what happened. He teched a man that he going, whoa, 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 what's going on? And after that day, every time you see Tony, he shake his hand and tell him he respect him because he's trying to punk Tony into calls. That's just Billy Donovan down at Florida when he was there. Think about Coach K, who runs the ACC. Getting his calls. It's ridiculous, man. It's very ridiculous, man. This stuff is, is, is very ridiculous. You know, and then you got Vegas involved. This is gonna be keep it shame the double and tell the truth. Vegas has some percentage what to do with these wins. The NCAA does too. So I was very surprised that Duke got knocked out in the final four. I thought they gonna make it all into championship at least. I thought they wanted to win because I'm not saying they didn't. They just couldn't do it. It's too much heat and pressure. On the scene, the fixing going on because they had no business being the two seed. They lost to North Carolina. They didn't win the ACC championship, but they are two seed. 
helping out this guy, the storybook thing, where they can make so much money off this in the future and make his legacy, and make the Paul Bunyan story, make a Disney movie they still gonna do anyway. All this, all this crap they doing. So I thought for sure they is gonna muscle their way in and make sure you win the championship, but it was gonna be too obvious. They gave him his calls, but they couldn't give him enough calls. Cause dude wasn't that good. Guard play was garbage. Guard play is garbage. They front court is suspect. Roach, that's about it. Roach. That's about it. Other than that, they big man ain't really on. They not real skill. They got a lot of potential. Like my boy always said, Kyle Randall. Potential mean you ain't did nothing yet. That's what potential mean. So all these things, you know, man, it's, it's freaking ridiculous. And I was buying it, so I just knew they was going to do it. And what I'm going to do, I want to play my boy Deshaun Tate. And he was making sense. He was making sense. He was really making sense. And... He was saying why dude's gonna win. And we're gonna we're gonna play this insert for you. You know, what he was saying. They're making a whole bunch of sense, and I believe it too, because I think of how they could how they could just make money all this for years and make a legacy with a Paul Bunyan story. I'm gonna go and play this clip off the Twitter. This is off the Deshaun Tate Twitter. Going cue this up. I don't know why it's not playing no sound. Oh, it's not. It's going to help if I turn the volume up on the thing. You know, see, I've been away for a while, so I'm just being a rookie. Just get us ready. Nobody's going to talk me off of Duke. We're going to start from the beginning again. Who's the team to look out for? Some of the teams. Just get us ready. Nobody's going to talk me off of Duke winning the title. That's really? not going to happen. And nobody's talking me off that ledge. I tried to tell a guy try, A guy tried to call me out on the, or, or somewhat call me out on the air the other night. I told him we can do a gentleman's bet. I'll give you 67 teams. I'm going to take one. What you want to do? I'm not going to give you 68. I might as well hand the money over. I'm going to give you 67 teams and I'm going to take one. Only thing I ask you to do is, is just bless me. And you riding that hard with do. I don't see who's going to stop. First of all, think about it like this. We just got done listing. I know we got questions. Listing all the accolades and all these things that Coach K means to the program, to college basketball, to that. these people. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Who's going to be the one that's going to stand in the middle of that train and say, oh, no, stop. We putting you out on your last year to make sure you don't get one. We don't even have a surefire college basketball team this year that could even say that, let alone in the event that we did could actually do it to Coach K on his last one. I don't see it. Hear that, ladies and gentlemen? And a lot of people was thinking about it. A lot of critical things, but people was thinking that. And that was one of the problems right there by people thinking that and saying it and tweeting that. That was one of the problems right there. Big time, that was one of the problems. Because people was catching on to this. They was catching on to this and they was going around on, 
on social media and people is talking about it and it's going to be too obvious, too obvious. It's going to be too obvious. Now, we're going to queue up Nick Smith Jr. We're going to queue him up. And he has something to say about it. He, he has to say something about it too. Here you go. Watching this game. Hey, he's my witness. He's my witness. Watching this game. They not finna let Coach K lose, bro. They not finna let him lose, bro. This, this is ridiculous. They not finna let him lose, bro. Hey, Duke got a good team. But, man. Hey, bro. NCAA is not finna let him lose. It's over. <laughs> Tell him, Jordan. They not let him lose, bro. Because some of these, some of these calls, some of these calls, coach. Yeah, yeah, bro. Outrageous. Yeah, it's outrageous, bro. But you know what I'm saying? Still will pick. Hey, not gonna lie though. Watching this game. So you hear that? This man. This this a young man. That is not even in college yet. Understand the magnitude of fixing games for a narrative. He see the calls from an objective point of view. Some of us watch the game and let the announcers tell us what we see. Tell our lying eyes what we see. It's ridiculous. It's very ridiculous. Very, very, very ridiculous. And I think that's a good segue into Arkansas. Coach Musselman, damn, what you been doing down there, man? You got the second number two recruiting class in the country, number one in the SEC. Just killing them, killing them. Yeah, two to three Mickey D's. Tweeted a picture out with the burgers. That's what's up. That's good marketing. You know how to market to these kids. And you, know, you relate to them and then you coach your majority black kids and then you got a black daughter and a black wife and I, I mean actually actually help you out with your recruiting a whole lot and showing you relating and then you like to get crump, get turned up, get lit in a locker room and listen to some kind of music. You just taking an olive branch off Coach Kyle, what he did in Kentucky. Doing a real good job. So you'll be back there again in the conversation, the final eight, final four around that time, Sweet 16. You'll be around again. You got people going into the draft and all that good stuff, man. Yeah. Coach must be doing a real good job. You keep doing the same good job you're doing. I suspect you'll be coaching a blue blood and getting calls over there at Kentucky. I think Coach Cal Calipari has wore out his welcome. He stole two players from Illinois. I mean, not two players, two coaches from Illinois. Overpaid them because Illinois is willing to overpay them. To bring them over there with you and help save your behind. And it don't look real good for you. Losing to St. Pete. I don't care what St. Pete doing. I don't care how good they playing. I don't care what magical Disney run they on. You got no business. I don't care if the game fix or not. Or whatever you want to say. What excuse you want to make that you had a bad night or whatever. Somebody could be beat on any given night. 
Kentucky as a blue blood has no business losing to St. Pete. No business losing to St. Pete. That's unacceptable. With all that size, you got if somebody playing bad, Kentucky supposed to have 10 deep because they could get anybody they want and they go to the league. You have no business, no business at all losing to St. Pete. You're wearing out your welcome. You only won one national championship. You came up short a whole bunch of times. I know some diehard Kentucky people from Kentucky, when you first got there, said you're not a good coach. You're just a good recruiter and you don't build a program. They're going to ride with you as long as you win. They've been rumblings about you stepping down for the past couple of years. They've been rumblings. You brought back in two Illinois coaches. That you actually help Illinois out to me, in my personal opinion. You got them two excellent recruiters and two excellent developers. One guy develops bigs and guards for another podcast, Anders, Mr. Anderson. We're going to have you on to Mr. Anderson talking about how you train Anthony Davis and all that stuff, making these guys good. Kentucky ain't had nothing to do with that. People like Anderson training these people for the draft and training wide in the league and make them look good. And they say, he went to Kentucky, man. He went to Kentucky. No, we already knew they was an NBA player. And people like Anderson developed these guys and made them even better NBA players than, than ever. And Coach Cal had nothing to do with it but put them on the showcase and, and flung them out there on the court and say he did something with it. Dude, that's like me finding Mercedes and say, this is mine, man. I, I, I invented it. I created it, man. I, I, I got it running and up and running. It's a damn Mercedes, dude. Get up out of here with that. That false recruiting and how much money they made in the league. They're going to make that money in the league anyway. They NBA players. You have nothing to do with that. Coaching is suspect. It's piss bar sort suspect. How did you lie how good of a coach you are? You People who have won national championships since you've been coaching in Kentucky with less talent. And you get the cat out the bag, man. Tell the truth about these coaches, man. Especially that one. That one's the biggest fraud. Losing to St. Pete. That's embarrassing. But Muscleman, I think your next job going to be Kentucky. And I, oh, that's scary because they're going to win. He already getting talent there at Arkansas. And he ain't a coach. Look like he's not a coach. Played in the league. So he bring in the NBA principals back to college and helping out and helping out marketing and using his connections. So Arkansas is something to watch out for, man. They really are, man. They're something to watch out for. They're doing real, real good. And we come back from break, we're going to talk about Hubert Davis and the Mickey D's, man. This is Caleb Banks, and you are listening to License to Ball. This is Trent Markwith with Relentless Hoops, and you're listening to License to Ball. This goes Washington, head coach at Pelbrook High School. You are listening to License to Ball. You're tuned into the hottest prep basketball podcast, License to Ball, where certified ballers play. Leave us a rating and review. Don't touch that dial, dial, dial. <laughs> Who am I kidding? This is the internet keep rocking with License to Ball, and now back with your host, Hip Hop. Now, welcome back, welcome back. I don't think people even see this coming. I see it coming. Sorry about that being so loud. 
And the question is, is I see it coming, but can he do better than add on? Question is, Hubert Davis, North Carolina head basketball coach, first year playing the national championship game. That's what's up, brother. I have a white wife. That's what that man said in a press conference. I don't understand why you had to implement that in the press conference, but he goes, and I have a white wife. But you know, hey, each today on that, he wanted his world to know he has a white wife. All right, Hubert. Now let's get back to business. Hubert. Question is, are you the next black Bruce Weber? Anybody, what do you mean by that? Yeah, Hubert, are you the next black Bruce Weber? Take a team over. When Bill Self goes to Kansas, recruit the class, build the team up, get the program going in the right direction in Illinois. Brooke Mahoney left because he's doing so damn good. But take over a team. Take them all the way to the national championship game and fall short. Actually, to North Carolina. That's funny, isn't it? I don't know if you're going to fall short tonight. To, that's, that's, you know what? That's crazy. To Bill Self. That's, that's, you know, that's a coincidence. You have Bill Self leaving Illinois, going to Kansas. Bruce Weber takes over in Illinois. Take him to the, uh, all the way to the finals. Lose to North Carolina on some questionable calls on May getting fouled and Augustine getting in foul trouble to now Kansas in the finals championship game against North Carolina with Hubert Davis at the, well, Bill Self coaching and Hubert Davis doing the same thing that Bruce Weber did. So the question is, can you recruit? and sustain it and can you recruit your players and recruit the right people and win with your players after all the Roy Williams guys are gone and you can do the same thing and keep the job question is are you the new black Bruce Weber that's what I want to know that's what I want to know Hubert you're on the clock you got several years to prove this but you're on the clock now, let's go on and get to this Mickey D's. Mickey D's wasn't a boring game. It's just a good game. You know, you had Whitehead showing out. East win. East blew him out. 105 to 81. They just blew him out. Whitehead 13 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. Getting it down and doing, that, doing this thing. You got Mark Mitchell, 19 points doing big things and you got I don't know how to pronounce dark quite white um, I don't know how to pronounce his last name at all but that McDonald's that got some solid skill I think got a lot of good pros in that game time will tell I think gonna be loading a lot of good college players you know got a lot of good pros at the G League level, overseas, NBA, all that. I think there's going to be some good players coming out of that. You're going to really be surprised. I think that one of the best players on going to come out of there and do the best in the NBA. And I mentioned and didn't do too much. That's just my personal opinion. I don't know who it is, but they will show they, they will raise their hand and show their face. They will raise their hand and show their face. I actually really believe they will. And on that, you know. 
We got one other thing. The slam dunk contest. Nick Smith Jr. got robbed. You have a no disrespect to the woman. No disrespect to her. It's not her fault at all. She competed. The judges was being slanted. She's missing dunks and tipping them in after she missing them and they falling through hitting both sides of the rim doing one-handed dunks and throwing the ball off the glass and rim rocking in what they do on fast breaks and games and do it cleanly and more stylishly in a game not even a setup like this you got dudes throwing the ball on the side of the backboard making dunks where a guy's not a teammate they don't even play together like that they had to be synchronized and able to get together and pull off dunks like that record on social media live and actually get the dunk and do all that and do something somebody never did before and you have you you give the dunk contest to a female because she's a female and because she able to rim rock a ball in the rim is ludicrous is disrespectful to women it's saying women can't compete. It's saying women can't win on their own merit. You have to just do it because they're a woman. It's sad. It's wrong. They did that on purpose. You had some sellout Chicago rappers I saw refuse to give the dude a 10 or a 9. Make sure he lost. Being stubborn. That's BS. That's not right is right. Wrong is wrong. Conversation might hate on me or whatever, man. It's all good. It's all good for the discourse. But everybody know who was watching out an objective opinion knew that wasn't right to take that slam dunk from that guy and other people in the slam dunk contest. Man, it's ridiculous. It was frustrating to watch. You keep doing stuff like that. That's why ratings are down. They wonder why ratings are down because they're trying to do these false narratives like you have ESPN now, Sports Center covering wrestling on Sports Center. And they are admitted wrestling's fake in its stage and it's uh, choreographed and they talking about it on sports center that's how far ESPN has gone that's why people listen to podcasts like mine and other ones and stuff like that and joe rogan just come to come to mind it's ridiculous i'm on one i hope you guys miss me but yeah i'm on one i'm coming back in full form i'm just getting warm the more it is to come I'll get more some more grassroots starting next week. Do more NBA playoff talk too. All that good stuff. All right, till next time. Peace to y'all, man. Appreciate y'all listening, man. Catch this and share this on all major platforms. That's what's up. Holla.